understanding the full gospel of our lord jesus christ is important if you want to grow and walk in the spirit in this four-part series message what we're going to do is to take a deep dive into the scriptures to find out what it means that the full gospel of our lord jesus christ because to many people the full gospel is about reading from genesis to revelation but in this series we're going to have a better understanding of the full gospel so that you can enjoy the full benefits that the Lord Jesus brought to us when he came into this world. Hello, my name is Apostle Peter and I'm the senior pastor of the Spirit Life People and it is my privilege to bring you this wonderful word of the Lord. So, let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 and we're going to do quite a lot of reading in this series so that we can have a better understanding of what the word of the Lord says. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 and I read from verse number 1. It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved. And if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, and then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. So when we just look at the verse that we've just re um, read, you, you, you could clearly see that three important things take place when you're talking about the gospel first of all jesus died jesus was buried jesus rose and then you'll be thinking why is this whole series a four-part series it's a four-part series because we're going to add another part that a lot of the times we don't talk about but it's also very important the ascension of our lord jesus christ so the gospel in totality the full gospel in totality is about the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's very important that you take note. Anything outside of these four things that I've mentioned is not part of the gospel. So what do we mean by the gospel? When we are talking about the gospel, what actually do we mean? The word gospel translates the Greek word euangelion. Euangelion simply means good word it means good news it means glad tidings so um the the what we often use to 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 define what um, the gospel is, is that the gospel means good news it is glad tidings it is is a good word so the gospel of our lord jesus christ the full gospel of our lord jesus christ is is the totality of the good news that jesus brought to us and the totality of the good news that Jesus brought to us is that he came to die, in that he was buried, then he was raised from the dead, or he resurrected from the dead, and then he ascended to heaven. These four things make up the totality of the gospel, of the good news. So today we're going to have a look at the very first you know, part of this whole four-part series, which is jesus died you understand like what paul said in first corinthians chapter 15 
he said and that jesus died according to and then he was buried and then he resurrected from the grave you understand so the question is why did jesus die because a lot of people don't understand why jesus died it is for you and i to appreciate why jesus died so let's turn our bibles to um first of all to john chapter number 11 john chapter number 11 and i i want to read some powerful words from um a high priest you understand i read from verse number 49 john chapter number 11 verse number 49 and one of them caiaphas being high priest that year said to them you know nothing at all nor do you consider that it is expedient for for us that one man should die for the people and not that the whole nation should perish one man ought to uh, to die for the whole nation so that the whole nation should have what should perish so when you are talking about the reason jesus died what jesus did was on behalf of the whole world the famous john 3 16 the famous john 3 16 it says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So God sent Jesus into the world to, to come and die. Are you getting it? He came so that we could die. Now, so why, why did Jesus have to come and die? That is the question. We're going to find the answer in Romans chapter number 5. Romans chapter number 5. We will understand why Jesus had to come and die. Okay, so we read from verse number 12, Romans chapter number 5, verse number 12. It says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all sin. For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses even over those who had not seen according to the likeness of the transgression of adam who is a type of him who was to come do you get it that so because of what adam did from the beginning we all know if you're a believer you're watching me you're a child of god you know the story of adam and eve that in in genesis chapter number three they disobeyed god by eating of a tree that god told them not to eat but that one act of disobedience sin entered the world and when sin entered the world, death followed sin. Because you know what? According to the same Romans, Romans um, chapter number um, 6. When you go to the just the next, chap, next chapter, Romans chapter number 6. Romans chapter number 6. It says that for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is dead. So the moment sin entered into the world, what happened was that death also entered the world. Without sin, no one dies. I repeat, without sin, no one dies. So Jesus' death is because sin, Jesus died because sin had entered into the world. Without sin, no one is going to die. And that is the wages. Anywhere you find sin, the wages, the payment of sin is that you're going to die. So Jesus' death is because the first Adam had died. 
and because of his disobedience that that one act he committed everybody should have also died and when you die is like you, you is, is the is the is the payment for sin because now the wages of sin is death now in order for god to release everyone out of this bondage of sin and death what he had to do was to make sure that there's a savior who was going to save the whole world who was going to save the whole um the whole human race nobody because the whole human race had been corrupted by the nature of sin if anyone had died or those who have died you know in time past before jesus came anyone who died was was uh, died because of the simple reason that they were having the nature of sin so it was only god who came from above when he came from above he came with the nature of god and he took up on the form of man and at the end of the day what happened was that he died for us now when you go to second corinthians chapter number um, five second corinthians chapter number five when you look at verse number 21 he said for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him and i told you that if not for sin no one dies so sin is a prerequisite for death without sin there's no death so what the catalyst that sent jesus on the cross was that god had to put the the sin of the entire world upon him so that he could die and then when he died the purpose of his death was to set us was to set every person free from the power of sin and death are you getting it now the good news is that you and i should have died because of the sin nature that adam had or had had given us when we came into this world anyone who is born biologically you all come or we all we all came from the roots of adam now by that one act he committed everyone who comes to this world even if you have seen like the way he sinned or you have not seen like the way he sinned automatically his one act of disobedience affects everyone and then what is needed is that you need someone or you have to even die for your own sin and then by dying you should be able to come back but by, by coming back is an indication that you have been set free from the power of sin and death so jesus did that on our behalf in the same in the same second Corinthians chapter 5 where we are let's let's go back a bit to verse number 13. it says for if we are beside ourselves it is for god or if we are of sound mind it is for you for the love of christ compels us that compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all then all died and he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves but for him who died for them and rose again so paul here was now you know more or less retreating what caiaphas said um, in john chapter 11 that when one died then all of us will die and especially the one who died with the aim of setting us free because jesus died not to remain dead forever he died so that he can come back from life to make sure that he has completely set man free from the power of sin and death now let's look at first peter chapter number three first peter chapter number three and i read verse number 18 first peter chapter number three verse number 18 he says for christ also suffered once for sins 
the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. So the death of Jesus was because so that we can be reconciled. If you go back to 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, when you read from verse number 17, and then 18, 19, it talks about the fact that Jesus, God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. So the death of Jesus was that he died for sins. He died, he suffered once for sins. And after that, what happened was that he brought us or he took us back to God. He reconciled us to God. So the good news is that, the good news in the fact that Jesus died is that you and I were supposed to have died for our sins. The wages of sin is dead. You and I, we should have paid for our sins. In other words, when, when you die, you should be able to come back to life to set yourself free from the power of sin and death. But you know, a lot of people have died and many people keep on dying and they don't come back. But Jesus died. And when he died, he died because of sin. Without sin, no one dies. So he died because of sin, but his death was with one purpose, that he would not remain dead forever, that when he died, he was going to come back to life so that he could save people from the power of sin and death. So the reason Jesus died, the good news is that, oh, he died for me. And that he didn't remain dead and that he was raised from the dead. So this is the good news. I should have died. I should have died to pay for my sins. But Jesus did it for me. The question is that if you, let's, let's have a look. Like if you, 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 you wanted to cook, let's say dinner. And then someone does it for you. Do you have to go and cook it again? You don't have to go and cook it. You just go straight away and dish out and you start eating. Because what you should have done someone has done it for you so jesus dying for us means that the wages of that sin that you and i we should have paid has been paid for us jesus paid full the full price the full price for sin on our behalf because the moment he was made sin you, you understand he was not a sinner by nature but god had to confer the sin of the whole world upon him and when he did that what happened was that everyone's sin was upon jesus you know, the book, uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says that for, for, for all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. So the moment you sin, you have fallen short of the glory of God. In fact, the word sin, the word sin is translated from the Greek, um, the Greek word hamatia. Hamatia simply means, you know, not to meet the mark, to fall short of the mark. So anyone who walks in sin falls short of God's standard. You, you are below God's standard. You are not at the level that God wants you to be. And there are a lot of things that people don't even consider as sin. I always say that, you know, the body of Christ have not expanded the horizon of sin. That is why there are some things people think that is normal. For example, God doesn't want you to be sick. The fact that God doesn't want you to be sick can comfortably be categorized as sin. It's a life of sin. Because, you know, um, Jesus Christ came to be, to be healing the sick and raising the dead. Everything Jesus Christ came to counter everything he came to counter you understand he came to battle sin and to set us free from sin god doesn't want you to go through you know a phase in your life where at the end of the day you are struggling to meet his standard his way of life his righteousness so the good news that came from the death of jesus is the fact that you and i we should have died because of sin we should we should have died we should have paid 
we die and then we should have come back but glory be to god that when jesus died he did it for me and he did it for you so you shouldn't be thinking about that now look at um colossians chapter number two colossians chapter number two colossians two read let's read verse number 14 colossians chapter number two probably let's start from verse 13 so that we can get the context well it says and you being dead in your trespass anyone who is in the life of sin is dead already and you've been dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh he has made alive together with him having forgiven you all trespasses verse 14 having wiped out the handwriting of requirement that was against us which was contrary to us and he has taken it out of the way having nailed it to the cross praise the lord he nailed every sin to the to the cross when he died on the cross he nailed every sin there you and i should not be thinking about death you understand because if there's no sin if our sin has been taken away then we don't have any business to even think about um death technically i mean that's the truth that's a fact because jesus has died for you and me he's taking us out from the bondage or, or from the wages of sin sin was put on him so that by dying what you and i should have done he's done it for us praise the lord now look at isaiah chapter number 53 isaiah the book of isaiah chapter number 53 praise the lord isaiah 53 and let's read verse number five he said but he was wounded for our transgressions he was buried for our iniquities the chastise he was bruised sorry for our iniquities the chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we have we are healed he was wounded for our transgressions it is because of us that jesus went through the ordeal he went through he was bruised he was crushed he was beaten he was nailed to the cross because of our transgressions everything that jesus did he did it because of us he didn't do it because of himself he did it because god sent him into the world to bring life to the human race he sent him into the world to bring peace good news glad tidings to the human race and that is exactly what we got and that is why you must be excited because sin has no longer power over you when you read um romans let's go back to romans chapter number six you go back to romans chapter number six and then when we read verse number 14 okay if i let's do from verse 12 you will, you will get a context and, and enjoy it verse number 12 it says therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its last and do not present your members as instrument of unrighteousness to sin but present yourself to god as being alive from the dead and your members as instrument of righteousness to god now look at verse number 14 it says for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under the law but under grace now this is so important that you get it that sin has no power over you because jesus has died for you and has broken the power of sin over your life so god bless you for joining me in today's message and if you have not 
you know subscribed yet i won't really encourage you to subscribe to this channel just subscribe hit it and also make sure you hit the notification bell so that every time i come up with a message or a video you will be notified and then you can be part of the glorious message so god bless you so much for you know sticking and staying and make sure that you watch the part two of this message which we will tackle the barrier why jesus was buried and you know for us i will see you in the next part of this series god bless you